welcome to all you travelers of the digital soundscape. My name is Brian Keese. Welcome to Draft Punks, a podcast where we pick a new topic each week and invite a special guest on to discuss, debate, and draft. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're excited to have you here. With me is Rob Hudak. Oh, hey, hi, hello. Travis McGahey. I have some thoughts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> About saying hello? Oh, oh no, no, no! I, they they will come out <laughs> through the course of this podcast. I just fair enough. I'm fair just, enough. That's 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 my point. I have All right. thoughts, and we <laughs> thanks for that, Travis. Uh, and then our very special guest for this episode is a dear friend of mine, uh, Anthony Biggie Bencomo. Biggie, how you doing? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Oh, Are you guys so hungry? Good. Oh, uh, yeah. no, I actually just finished eating a, a <laughs> dinner that my wife made. Uh, I'm hungry to draft. That's mm. my secret, Biggie. I'm always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this that's is a callback, this, actually. That's right. That's right. This is our 10th our episode. So, you know, all this podcasting does make me a little bit hungry. But uh, Biggie uh, and I actually met through another mutual friend, uh, Scott, who had a Facebook group back in the day for for crazy folks like us who are trying to fulfill our lifelong dreams of moving down to Florida. Now, Biggie, you're a Florida native, correct? I am not actually. I am a oh, I yeah no. I moved. I moved here. I, I'm originally from New Jersey, and then I moved from New oh Jersey. Oh my God! Get yep. this man uh, out of here. Yep. First <laughs> shambles of the night. Yeah, there it is. Um, I moved. Yeah, I moved from Jersey, um, and I came. I went down here. My parents moved down south, and I moved to Orlando, and I've been in Orlando ever since. So since '94, I've been in Orlando. Gotcha. I think it's just because I so heavily associate you with uh, UCF at this point. Yes, as, as everyone should. As a Floridian. Yes. Yeah, and so so Biggie and uh, my folks, I think, met first, and then I met Biggie through them. Yep. Uh, we've got a lot of shared passions: Marvel, Star Wars, Disney. But Anthony's got one passion above all others, and that's that's sandwiches. So so tell us a bit about your your background and your your expertise in this uh, topic, Biggie. So um, yeah, I'm literally obsessed with sandwiches, and so about eight years ago, um, it was just one of those type of things that I I basically kind of had. You know, when you have that feeling in life where you're kind of like, hey, I, I you know I enjoy my job, I'm, I have a good life, but there's something missing, and uh, and there was like a creative outlet that I was kind of missing. I, I was missing something, and I felt like every time I didn't use it, I was dying a little bit. So. Um, I basically kind of told my wife, I said, hey, I kind of have this crazy idea. Um, I want to do something, but I obviously have to keep my full-time job. So I want to, there's like a side hustle type thing I want to do. Are you okay with it? And she's like, well, what is it? And I said, you know, and at the same time, I was like, well, I'm not really too sure, but I want to do something and, it, and it's going to be a little different. And so she was like, well, if you won the lottery, what would it be? And I said, well, I love sandwiches. And so back in the day, um, I used to actually sell UCF merchandise, licensed merchandise. Um, and I always enjoyed coming up with the designs and ideas. So I said, well, why not make a clothing brand that's inspired by my love of sandwiches, where all the shirts are themed after sandwiches and everything comes wrapped and packed just like you would if you were to get it at a deli or if your mom had packed it for you, except it's me um, who actually packs it for you. Um, so that's kind of what I came up with. I came up with a brand called Deli Fresh Threads, um, where everything is sandwich themed. 
Yeah, and and Biggie stuff is awesome. Check out his website. Um, I brilliant. own I own multiple shirts. It's it's like the Johnny Cupcakes of sandwiches, basically. Um, yeah. But the the packaging, honestly, like the shirts are fantastic, but. Like the packaging, I almost enjoy just as much because it does. It comes wrapped like a sandwich you would get at the deli. Uh, the receipts are written on, you know, the receipt cards that you get from a diner. So um, he really like goes all out with the presentation. And, you know, the love and the care that you have for this is is really, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Really big sandwiches. <laughs> Biggie. Sand- yeah, it's really big. Sandwiches. Yeah, uh, it's literally, yeah. it is, it is, like, I basically think the sandwich is the king of meals, and I really just want to showcase it, is really what it comes down to, and and the greatest compliment I can get is when people receive a package and they talk about it. Um, I got a text yesterday from one of my friends who mailed out some Italian beef shirts um, to their friends, and the person actually opened the bag and thought there was a real sandwich in it, even smelled, smelled the wrapping of it, because he <laughs> thought it was a real sandwich. Um, and that like that means something to me when someone actually thinks of that, like they automatically think it's, you know, where it's like, well, what the heck? What, like, who mailed me a sandwich? Um, to be to be sure. clear, the shirts are clean. They're not uh, rolled around in a sandwich before he sends <laughs> correct. them. Correct. I did not. Yes. Correct. Based the, not, the I, shirt. Cancel, canceling my order now. Yeah, I did not put Jardinier on on top of the Italian beef or anything like that. <laughs> nothing no like cotton that. Yeah, awesome. nothing like that. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, the, the love for food, you know, is passed on in your family. I know you have your daughter, Bella, who also loves to cook. Did she help you out with uh, your list at all this week? Yeah, I actually, um, I kind of asked her something. She's, uh, I'll be honest, like if she had her pick, um, she's definitely, if she had her pick between sandwich and something else, she would pick um, desserts versus sandwiches. So like she, she would pick like pies and cakes and cookies and things like that, which obviously is, delicious and you can definitely make into a sandwich as well so um i'm down for that as well but yeah she gave me some tips and tips and tricks on what she thought um she watches enough food network that it it helps excellent um so next thing in our in our order here is to determine the draft and uh last week we did 90s sci-fi films do you have a favorite 90s sci-fi film biggie 90s sci-fi film yeah I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Is, is um, I don't. I'm assuming it's in the '90s. Starship Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Isn't that in the '90s? From my own heart. Yeah. yeah and Rob, you have that on your list, right? I do. Number yep. four. And, and he ended up winning, so that's a good call. Yeah. Right. Um, right. What was the number one pick out of curiosity? I didn't fifth get element. No, oh, number one was no, the number Park. one overall was JP. Sorry. Yeah. The first one picked on the set was Jurassic Park. My personal number one was Fifth Element. Fifth yeah, it went awesome. Jurassic That's Park, awesome. Jurassic Park, The Matrix, The Fifth Element. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fifth yeah. Element's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And Matrix. Yeah, you, can't really, you can't go wrong with any of those. Yeah. Um, well, Rob went right because he won, so he gets first pick. I've randomized the rest of the draft order just a minute ago. Biggie will be picking number two. Uh, I've got the third choice, and yes. Travis. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to make the hard decision. Like that's <laughs> literally my only thing. Is I had a ridiculously difficult decision for which of two things to pick in the first round. Yeah, and this, I don't this have is to a really good draft to get the two picks in a row. I think so. Mm. Yeah, that's um, a good thing. 
Yeah, yeah. But uh, Rob is going to have that chance later on. But for now, he gets the number one overall pick. Um, Some ground rules before we get started. We've been talking about this a lot this week, trying to make this as fair but interesting as possible. Um, We do have to pick a bread uh, or some kind of, you know, delivery device to get the food from the plate to our mouths. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. A vessel. vessel. Uh, We also have decided that uh, different versions of a meat will count separately. For example, uh, you know, a chicken cold cut is different from a a chicken patty um, and so on and so forth. If there arises any controversy during the show with the picks, uh, we will try to hash it out. (laughs) You will hear it um, live. So uh, this is maybe the most rife for potential controversy of any draft that we've done so far. So with that being said, Rob, what is the first pick in the sandwich draft? So we're going to start with the, the template I use to judge all sandwich shops. And that's the Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Uh, Wait, Philly are you picking a whole sandwich right now? No, just just <laughs> the cheesesteak specifically the, the prepared. Steak. The cheesesteak specifically as prepared in the region of Philadelphia. Oh my gosh, we wait. can't even get through the first pick here. That's two ingredients, man. That's two ingredients, man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. That's what you're picking. You're actually picking. I thought you were like going, giving me a story of like where he claims, and then there was going to be an element to it. So you're yeah, actually just picking it's your... just cheesesteak. Ah, uh, but I don't that's know, two that's ingredients and yeah, steak. No, I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a big. Not, that's a big no. Yeah, it's I, in think the name. Gotta... <laughs> I think. I think. So, a little advice here. My opinion would be take the steak now because there's so many types of cheese. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm taking. I'm taking the steak that is used in Philly cheesesteak. Okay, there you okay. go. Well, okay, you, you kept cool. saying cheese cool. steak. Well, yeah, yeah. but it's it's yeah. the type. I'm taking cheesesteak. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. That's a good <laughs> choice. Right. Okay, it's now a- we can say that is a good choice. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, that was... I, I wrote down, you know, three or four options for proteins, and that was definitely uh, one of them. I think... Do we do we qualify this as, like, a flank steak, Biggie? What type of steak is traditionally used in a cheesesteak? Are you, are you thinking... So, I mean, if we're going to go... We're doing steak, so we're looking kind of like a... You know, like, probably like a flank steak. You know, it, I mean, obviously let's be honest it's it's like steak um or you know (laughs) or like a form of like you know or like maybe like a ribeye type you know depending on what you're looking at but yeah we shredded steak it is right that's like the number one beef steak okay Okay. for the board i'm gonna write down shredded steak i think that's a good way to describe it all right all right well uh, see and you thought this was going to be a short episode (laughs) (laughs) wow I was like, well, holy cow, we're going full on sandwiches on this. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Screw me. Yeah. Screw me maybe, up there. And, and maybe I should qualify that for the listeners because I'm not sure I explained it well. We are drafting ingredients for sandwiches. And then uh, we have all pledged that at some point, hopefully this weekend, we will make our sandwiches. And that's uh, what we'll use to to cast the vote uh, later this week. So um don't expect to see a full sandwich drafted here we are we are building for the long run here we're going to take ingredients and then at the end of the show we'll have a full sandwich that is that is the idea here so uh with that being said um steak's a great choice um there's a lot of different sandwiches you could build around it if uh you know for some reason the cheese you're looking for gets taken 
Um, but with that being said, I think uh, Biggie will move on to you with the second choice. What are you taking? So I, I, I am one of those where I think the, the bread is, you know, uh, I think bread is super key. It's like the most, one of the key elements or the foundation to a sandwich. It's one of the reasons why my mascot is Biggie bread and he's a bread slice. Mm. Um, it's because it's the foundation without it. You have, you lack structural integrity. Uh, and the last thing you want is when you're eating a sandwich is to actually eat a salad because it means it's, everything fell apart and it's on a plate. Not having it. With my second pick, I am picking fr- a loaf of French bread. Nice. All right. Solid. This guy's so taking a... a kicker in no the way, first man. round. Bread is, the bread is the quarterback. Are you kidding me? No. Dude, this, no. I'm, that's the offensive line holding the, what's going through, buddy. You know what, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? That's honestly a great it. analogy. Yeah. Think about because... it. You, I hope you end up with toast and, with meat <laughs> and then you have nothing. That's what you have. I hope you end up with toast. This is maybe the greatest insult I've Shot ever heard. Fired. <laughs> um, I mean, sandwich be filled with toast. I would go. I would go with an English muffin before I would go with toast. So okay, I like. I I, I really that. like um, that offensive lineman analogy though, because a lot of times in the NFL teams will pick an offensive lineman in the first round and fans get upset because it's not the flashy choice. But when your quarterback gets sacked, you know, 15 times less the next season, you're thinking, man, that left tackle we got sure is great. So I, I think it's a good choice. Uh, Why is there a reason why you're going French bread in particular, just because it's the most classic or no, it's because, well, based on my, based on what I'm, I'm thinking I want to assemble, I basically that is kind of staying within the realm of what it is. I also think it's a good bread. It's got it's got that crusty that crusty outside, but the soft inside. So it mm. does it works really well with holding uh, holding uh, holding a lot of ingredients if you're going to make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm already hungry. This we're, this is not good. We're two picks in, <laughs> um, which means that it's my turn because I have the third pick. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited that this came to me. So I agree, uh, with Biggie. I'm on his side that the bread is important. Um, but I like taking something a little bit flashier in the first round. I'm, I'm a little bit more Jerry Jones myself. So, uh, I'm going to take the, uh, fried chicken off the table here and make sure that I get that in the middle of my sandwich as the, the cornerstone. So, okay. So you're making your sandwich with waffles. I get you. <laughs> Listen, Biggie's the Florida guy, not me. All right. <laughs> uh, I I lived down there for a few years, but I can I can gratefully say that I have never been to a a chicken and waffles establishment. Biggie, I don't know if are you, you have. Why are you gratefully? Me? Why are you grateful <laughs> about you? that? Are you like... for real? <laughs> oh no! You've never you've never had it. You've never. I had never it. went. No, my Dude. folks my folks went on. one time, and they have said that was had... enough. They didn't. Have you had, okay, so let's go with this. Since you're a family and you are very big Disney people, have you yep. not had the best the best sandwich that they sell at Disney, which is a chicken and waffle. Uh, it's this sweet and spicy uh, chicken waffle sandwich at Sleepy Hollow. Have you not had that? I have had that, and it's delicious. Is the Would you say that the I one mean, at the chicken and waffle restaurant is no. of equal quality? No, it's not. I mean, obviously, okay. if, you're talking, if we're talking traditional, if we're talking traditional, chicken and waffles it's a, usually like a, a thigh or something like that with a bone in it uh, right. but obviously i'm not one of i am more of a sandwich person so i like the idea of the chicken tender or 
a chicken fillet type thing rather mm-hmm. than you know than if something was bone in because that's obviously too much you know too much hand stuff to have to do and take things bones out and all that stuff. I want to be able to just enjoy a sandwich. That, yeah, that's asking um, a lot from the person eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I I've I was a super picky eater as a kid and uh, fried chicken has just been something I've always loved. So when I started thinking about sandwiches, it's like, you know, there's all these different meat options out there, the cold cuts and stuff, but it was just never my thing growing up. I wanted something that, you know, spoke to me, um, that, that I knew I was going to enjoy if I had to make it and eat it, uh, for the podcast. So, um, this was like, I had three or four different meats listed out. Like I said, Rob took steak off the board. So this was my, uh, other top option for that. So I'm, I'm excited to get it. Just for clarification, just so I know, Mm -hmm. fried chicken, your definition of fried chicken, is this like fried chicken and you're deboning a piece of fried chicken or is this like a chicken tender? What is, what do you, or, or just yeah, like, like, a, know, like, a, like a Chick-fil-A, like a Chick-fil-A chicken patty type thing. Right. I, I, uh, yeah. Take out the Chick-fil-A part, but yes, that chicken <laughs> that you get, okay. I don't want anything to do with Chick-fil-A, but, <laughs> but yes, I got you. Yeah, like the the chicken okay. patty type, you know, yeah, fried yeah. chicken. I'll probably when I when I craft the sandwich, my guess is I'll use you know a boneless, skinless chicken thigh for for this part of the sandwich. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so we move on to Travis, who's very excited about having this last pick to get two in a row. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see if his decision got easier based on the first three picks. So, Travis, uh, what are you taking at the end of round one? I'm just going to throw them both out there at the same time if, if it, like, yeah. nobody minds. I am taking cream cheese mm-hmm. and grilled onions. Good call. Interesting. Uh, I had grilled onions there. And I really don't want to say too much more. It'll become clear why I've chosen these two ingredients uh, <laughs> as I as I construct my sandwich. <laughs> That's, fair. Uh, That's fair. But cream cheese, like if we're talking you know i'm my i'm 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 interested in winning at some point maybe uh so i'm not taking jalapeno <laughs> cream cheese or you know okay. some form of spicy cream cheese i'm just taking regular the, spicy, the non-spicy crowd right right okay. um and grilled onions are just like well caramelized grilled onions are mm. delicious delicious so no. absolutely would we consider uh, an onion ring separate from a grilled onion then, like a deep fried uh, onion? I would, just yeah. as I would consider like a raw onion ringlet. Sure. Uh, yeah. Different. Now, then the question comes in, what about like diced onions? Like if the the three Are types we, of onions we've talked about already onion. were off so, the board, would I, diced I would onions say, be... To me, I would, diced I would onions say yes and the because... raw ringlet are the same i was gonna same. say i think i was gonna say i think grilled onions are closer to diced onions because those are typically prepared sauteed yeah. right but like diced raw onions versus grilled onions are totally Correct. different yeah Correct. yeah right i think if yeah some form of raw onion comes off the board then diced onion is probably out Correct. that would be yeah, yeah, I was okay. I, I obviously not going to be taking grilled onions and diced onions. That would be, um, right. No, it's good I don't know. That'd be pretty good. I'm not taking the spicy us, cream cheese, but I'm taking two kinds of onions. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, so both of those together, and the, and we didn't talk much about the cream cheese. Um, 
Biggie, maybe you could give us like your expert opinion. What type of sandwich do you think Travis might be building with these first two picks? I'm curious what you think. Um, I definitely think you could do. You could definitely have. I well, as soon as I heard those two things, the first the thing first thing I thought of was kind of like a breakfast, kind of like a bagel. Uh, bagel sandwich because that's something I would do. Bagel sandwich with an omelet. And, uh, <laughs> He's omelet. mad now that he didn't those think are, of that. <laughs> those are all. No, that sounds delicious. Kind of, yeah, that's usually kind of what I would go with because I like sautéed onions. I like grilled mm-hmm. onions in my mm-hmm. with like omelets. Um, so that's with, kind of what I would think of automatically would be that aspect. Um, what would you do with go? an English muffin? But I, I would go more with the bagel. I would go yeah, yeah. For, with yeah. cream cheese. For that. With the and cream an over... Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Cream cheese is phenomenal because I use cream cheese for uh, as something, as a smear for a lot of my mm-hmm. sandwiches when I make mm-hmm. it. So you can't go wrong with cream cheese. It gives you a, a, it's, heck, when I make grilled cheese, I sometimes will add a little grilled, add a little cream cheese to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a place uh, around here that I get, uh, a burger it's got a grilled jalapeno on top and mm-hmm. it's got texas toast and jalapeno cream oh, yeah. cheese mm-hmm. uh and if you eat it there it's great by the time it makes it here it's this yeah <laughs> yeah, you, it's, yeah there's no it's, it's amazing how that time frame how it holds up um from the <laughs> transportation from from place to home it's it, yeah i know about those mm. <laughs> All right. Well, great picks. We'll see how that develops as as we go on. Uh, for now, we're going to come back in the second round uh, to my next pick to go with my fried chicken. Uh, we got to give it a little flavor, right? So I'm going to choose. Uh, I'm going with. Well, see, and here's another one where I'm not sure how we want to quantify this. If I take garlic, does that take mm-hmm. all garlic products off the board? Should I specify what kind of garlic I'm going to use here or? How do you guys I think this? the two things here are roasted garlic and non-roasted garlic. If if there's options, that's my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, if we're talking like garlic salt, that's a little different than garlic. Right. Okay. I'll yes. I'll clarify and I'll say I'm I'm doing like a, a minced roasted garlic. Cool. Okay. That's a good call. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, garlic is is just one of my personal favorite flavors and for the the flavor profile i'm gonna try to build that was a a necessity to get on my sandwich i don't i don't think i would have been in danger of losing it to rob but i'm still not exactly sure what kind of sandwich biggie's going for so uh i feel like my last few picks are a little bit safer uh, in terms of people aren't going to be thinking about them so uh i felt like i i wanted to take this now just to be safe so good call thank you uh, which sends us back to uh, Biggie with his second yep. choice. What's he putting in that bread? So um, uh, my meat, my meat is uh, is in the family of BJ's, um, but I'm going with something a little different. Uh, I'm going with orange chicken. Mm. Ooh, oh, yeah. I'm going with a little something different. I, uh, you know, everyone eats the whatever. I, I don't, I, you know, I, I make everything into a sandwich. So I've made full meals into sandwiches. So I'm going, um, I'm going orange chicken. Okay. Now, uh, orange chicken is usually fried, isn't it? It's yes and no. There are, there is a non-breaded version of it. So you can do okay. chicken chunks with, um, with the orange sauce and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. this, this surprises me, honestly, cause I, 
uh, I was actually talking with the guys about this. We were trying to strategize a little bit about what we thought you might do. And I, I mentioned, you know, your Cuban heritage. I thought you might go with the Cuban or, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's brother by another name, the Ruben, <laughs> but, uh, there's a particular, is, uh, Bob Buell. That's a fan. Yeah. This is out of, of out of left field for me. So I'm, I'm really curious now to see where you're going with this. So yeah, man's, man's got since, an appetite. Since you bring it up now, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Cuban. That's uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, the, only, the only reason I want to go to Florida is to get a Cuban in Florida. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm sure, I'm sure Biggie would probably have you over. He makes the best one I hear. So, ironically, ironically, depending on where you go, if you go to Tampa, um, people in Tampa will tell you that their Cuban is the like the correct Cuban because it's got salami in it. But yeah. If you go, any, if you go anywhere else, if you go anywhere else in the state of Florida, um, or pretty much for the most part, anyone that's not in some Tampa none of them have salami in it. So, uh, so pretty, as long as you go, I mean, I will say obviously Miami is probably one of the best places to get a Cuban. Um, the bread is amazing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of one of the, the big areas. I would definitely. The, the bread seems like the main thing that's missing, uh, from, from getting a, like a true Cuban. Yeah. The Cuban bread is amazing. It's uh, it's made differently. The the yeast and everything. It's got that crackle. It's got that uh, crack. It like almost like basically like this crusty exterior, but it's not like super hard. So I mean, it's kind of it's just fluffy. It's when you find a good Cuban bread, like trust me, I usually it's, you buy a loaf to take home and a loaf to eat on the way home. Um, <laughs> usually how it works. That's yeah. Are there so Biggie? You've been to Seattle a couple times. Travis is out here on the West Coast with me. Are there any good? sandwich places that you'd recommend out here from your from your travels in seattle let's see i actually i've been to i have places in seattle and portland that i really um that i enjoyed i'm trying to look up real quick here what i had um because i actually when i that's one of my favorite things to do is when i um when i go travel is to be able to actually find sandwich places and i usually make a deal with my wife where we can we'll eat sandwiches you know, but obviously not every meal will be a sandwich. Yeah. Um, well, while you're looking meal. that up, I'll say yeah. that when I moved from Florida to Washington, uh, my dad and I drove cross country and the best cheesesteak I've ever had in my life was in Atlanta <laughs> at a yeah. place that Biggie yeah. recommended to us called yeah. Fred's Meat and Cheese. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, it it was heavenly. We sat there and ate one and then we both bought a second one for the car to, to take with us. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, how good dude, it was. That- that place is, was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I've eaten, I've eaten at the Honey Hole, um, which is pretty good, um, which is like a sandwich shop in uh, over in, in Seattle. Um, I also ate at this place, which I don't know if it's still open. It's near the stadiums called Salumi. Um, it used to be owned by, um, by the, Mario Batali's parents. Um, and that place was amazing. Um, the King of super, yeah, yeah, orange crocs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those those like those are the two that I, I know that I ate at. Definitely Salumi was amazing. Um, I enjoyed that one. I the place probably where I ate the most sandwiches was probably Portland, just because I was there longer. I was only I was only in Seattle for like thirty six hours. Um, mm-hmm. so I didn't get to do as much as I wanted in like the, the Seattle, Washington area. But I loved it. I I wanna go back come go back as soon as possible. 
Hey, you got a place to stay anytime. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Bring, um, bring some of that uh, Cuban bread, uh, please. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I'll bring some. <laughs> All right. Bread. So uh, French bread and orange chicken. Interesting choices. So uh, I'm curious to see how that pans out. We're going to move on to Rob to finish off round two and start round mm. three. Uh, are you going to combo these like Travis or do you want to do them one at a time, buddy? I'll combo them. They're going to be going well together anyway. All right. Uh, so we're going to do uh, melted Munster cheese. Ooh, the melty Munster. With uh, with some sautéed green peppers. Yeah. All right. So we got a Philly cheesesteak going on. <laughs> yeah, well, I think most that definitely. Was, that's a pretty obvious when you started the draft by saying, Philly cheesesteak. I'm taking a Philly cheesesteak. Those are great picks. Uh, I think you might have lost the Philly vote itself if we have any Philly listeners, because isn't the traditional the cheese whiz for the cheesesteak? Yeah, it's either whiz or you're either dealing with whiz or American. Yeah. You can maybe do provolone. It's not the same. Yeah. So how, I do you just feel, to, how do you feel about what? So what inspired the Munster choice? I guess Rob is my question. I I love. I mean, if I'm going classic Philly, yeah, I'm gonna go like. Uh, typically, I would go with American cheese, but I think Munster has a better consistency, mm. um, and has a better flavor for like. I feel like American cheese is a little bit pasty, mm-hmm. which is kind of the in, intent. But I feel like Munster has a a nice. Um, like it melts better and amalgamates itself with the steak and the other components like the the green onions a little bit or the sorry the green peppers a little bit better green peppers are dank yeah buddy <laughs> in a good way i hope right yeah <laughs> dank is good yeah, yeah. <laughs> how uh biggie how do you feel about uh this abomination of a philly cheesesteak with the melty monster oh uh, i mean he's kind of he's already said it's not it's going to be his version of a cheese of a of a steak we'll say we'll i know i just wanted you to drag him on his choices but... oh you want me nah, i mean no, if, he, biggie... if, if he told me he was from philly then i'd be like dude what are you doing <laughs> but you know being from the west coast you know it, it is what it is you know yeah, well, Rob's I'm Rob's, I'm Rob's not kidding. West Coast. Rob, where are you again? Texas. I mean, I gr- no. I <laughs> first of all, I am West Coast at heart because I grew up in California. Uh, that's uh, right. That explains a lot. Yeah, and I also <laughs> live in Utah now. Utah. Oh, okay. okay. Home of the vice presidential debates, but anyway, home of the jazz. I was yeah. going to say the U. Well, there is no but, music. Okay. <laughs> What's that, Biggie? Yeah. I was going to say the U. But okay, yeah, that, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, we have uh, we have many trades and exports. Yeah, <laughs> Utah is also home to uh, America's most famous uh, mosquito right now, or fly, I guess, right? Oh uh, my god! Yeah, <laughs> landing on Mike Pence's head. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, so so it's pretty clear at this point what kind of sandwich Rob is making. Oh, I'm yeah. still super uh, curious about Biggie and Travis's. So. Uh, Biggie, you've got French bread, you've got orange chicken. What is the third choice here? I'm going with, um, since I can't do both of them, even though my, I'm going to go with a pickled, a pickled carrot. Interesting. Interesting. So we've got definitely like an Asian fusion going on here for this sandwich. Mm -hmm. I like it. Pickled carrot. 
that's uh that's you know something you see on a lot of the uh the spicier sandwiches too um i you know me and my dad i get it from him we're both very vegetable averse so this is not something that i would have picked but uh i know that it's it's a staple on a lot of sandwiches so i still have i think i think we're halfway through the draft now so hopefully it's not too late to to ask this but at the end how do you guys feel about uh naming our sandwiches like what would it look like on the on the sandwich board at the restaurant if you had to give it a name do you think we could pull that off um maybe unless i'm just taking something that's already a sandwich you know (laughs) i'll just call it what it is fair Uh, enough all right uh okay uh rob travis how do you guys feel about carrots especially uh pickled ones i love carrots you know, I like carrots. I'm not sure I've had too many pickled carrots, but I like things pickled, so I'm gonna say I'm pro pickled carrots. Yeah, they're good. How does that how does that change the flavor of it, Biggie, having the pickled carrot versus, you know, a grilled or a raw? So the idea of the pickled carrots, at least for the based on what I picked on the orange chicken, so you got the sweet of the orange chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got the little bit of the sour pickle. The tartness. Because the tartness of it. So yeah. then you got you create a contrast. And then you get mm-hmm. a little bit of that crunch from the pickled carrots. Because um, basically, with, you know, it's literally just rice vinegar and, and sugar. And you basically kind of brine it for like about 20, 30 minutes. You can do a quick one with it. And then, um, and then what I usually will do is I usually julienne them. So they're like nice and thin. So they're not like, it's not like mm-hmm. chunks of carrots, but it's, mm-hmm. shred, it's like shreds of carrots. Mm-hmm. Um, to go on top of it. So it kind of gives it that little bit extra crunch um, mm-hmm. and then gives it that little bit of sour to go with the sweet of the chicken. Nice. I think, yeah, I think crunch is a very important component for, for a good sandwich. Uh, personal opinion. I know, you know, if you're having like a peanut butter and jelly or something, you're probably not going to have a lot of crunch in there, but unless you use going crunchy chunky. peanut butter. But um, yeah. but I'm a big fan of, of crunch in my sandwich. Uh, so So that... That makes that pick uh, make more sense for me and, and makes it sound more appealing. Um, okay, so we're halfway done. Um, we're back to me and Travis here in the back half of the third round. So with my third pick... Wait, uh, ad break? What's that? Ad break. And welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so uh, at the start... Um, I was really excited to get that fried chicken. It's going to let me shape the rest of the sandwich that I've I've been wanting to make all week. And so uh, I also like a whole lot of spice in my sandwich. Um, and we've got one pepper off the board, but I'm going to go a little bit hotter. I'm going to take grilled jalapeno peppers mm-hmm. for my third choice. That was one I was contemplating for mine. Yeah. But. All right, takes one of my possible number fives off the board, but that's fine. I already said I was staying away from spice, so yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like uh, you're in shambles, Travis. That's what I heard. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree also with Biggie about the the crunch factor, and I just talked about that a little bit. Um, and and these, if I if I grill them up, you know, so they're just getting a little dark on each side, then uh, they can have a nice little crunch factor too, while delivering that heat, um, and a, and a little bit extra flavor. So uh, I'm building like a really nice, you know, spicy garlic chicken sandwich here that I'm I'm really excited about. So 
Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, which means, Travis, we're back to you at uh, round three and four. Uh, feel free to combo them again if you want, or if you want to take them one at a time, we can. All right. Here's where uh, I'm going to lose Biggie, uh, I think. Uh, I am taking <laughs> exactly a, a beef Polish dog and a hoagie roll. Silence. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, um, so can I ask the question? It might as well because it gets asked to me every time anyone brings up the topic. Um, hot dog a sandwich to you guys? Yes. Yes. I say no. I think this disqualifies Travis's entire list, honestly. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, Wikipedia has both a hamburger and a hot dog on their list of sandwiches. And uh, I, agree types with, of sandwiches. I agree with that. I agree with ironically, that strongly. Ironically, not to get into a discussion about this, but... Um, oh, no. Get into a discussion only, about it. The two things The two things I will say, the two things I will say, because obviously it's, um, it's the one thing that I get at, at Twitter more than any, anything else uh-huh, is this question. But, um, but the, the, my, my go-tos, my go-tos now, just because I kind of not, I used to be my, my trigger point on this whole thing is one, the, the president of the hot dog and sausage council. I, I am aware of that. Does say that it's not. So I kind of think that, you know, if they're part of it, I would assume that. Um, okay. If you were the, uh, just, just, just let me clap back on that real quick. Please, if please. you were the president of the hot dog, like branding, right? Yeah. You yeah. would want to differentiate your product, right? You would want to say, no, it you is different. Alone. It is unique. It stands yeah. on its own, right? Like I, anyone's going to say that. But my, my clap back to the hot dog, people that think it's a sandwich, I say if you're going to have a, a, a hot dog sandwich, quote, unquote, then go make yourself a hot dog, a bologna sandwich, because that's literally what a hot dog sandwich is. Oh. So <laughs> I believe that I believe that a hot dog and a hamburger are handheld items, and they're related to the sandwich. I'm sorry, they both can't be sandwiches, but they are handheld, um, and they're part of the family. So I kind of think like my line that I tell most people when it comes to a burger: if you ever go to a restaurant, most of the time sandwiches and burgers are separated; they're not together. There, and then the other thing is, I kind of my little joke for that is. If a burger and a sandwich were to have a love child, um, since they're cousins, it'd be a patty melt. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of how I look at it. I mean, granted, at the end of the day, listen, I don't care because they're all delicious. And do I eat hot dogs? Yes. And do I eat? And it puts me in a weird spot when you start talking about Polish like sausages and like sausage and onions and a hoagie roll. Like, what is that considered? Um, I consider it delicious is what I basically <laughs> say. Cause it's like, I, I, and I eat it, you know, I'm not going to say no to it. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I kind of softened my stance on the whole aspect because at the end of the day, it's like politics. You can't, you're never going to sway someone. If someone thinks a hot dog is a sandwich, they're just not going to sway and they're going to just stick to it. Alton Brown, who I think is awesome. He thinks a hot dog is a, is a sandwich. Mm. Um, and you know, and I say, Enjoy your hot. Enjoy your hot dog. I'll have a bologna sandwich. The other and the uh, other. What? If, hold on. What if you eat a hot dog wrapped in a piece of white bread? A hot dog. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Can I make <laughs> the hot dog into a sandwich? Yeah, I can slice it. I can slice it 
and you know put them flat because that's how I used to do it when I didn't have a hot I didn't have hot dog buns. Oh yeah, get toast, you know you get two hot dogs, you, you slice them down the middle so they kind of butterfly and you grill yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I mean the man's a got a hoagie, cheese, <laughs> and then you go and you use it. And if you don't have bread, you basically go and you grab a grab some toast or grab some bread to to make it. Oh yeah, like totally. I mean I I totally get that. I mean. People say, well, what do you do if you have a hot dog with a tortilla? It's called a hot dog wrapped in the tortilla. It's I mean, I don't think a tortilla qualifies to make something a sandwich. I, I will, no, no, I, I agree with that. We agree with Not, that. It, you, you, there has to be some kind of leavening. That's, that's at like, that point, it's a bread. burrito. Um, it's a hot dog burrito. Uh, okay, yeah. the, I I got one more thing. We were talking about your breakfast sandwich. Okay, you were what what yeah. protein were you putting with the with the bagel, grilled onions, and cream cheese? Because this is what I'm actually interested in making at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of times, what I'll do is you can use the, if you do the sautéed onions. Why don't you? You can do an omelet, and then you can do some ham. You could I would dice up some ham. I would sauté some onions. And I maybe even if you have some crumbled bacon or bacon as, as, in general, um, and then I would make it into like an omelet. So that way it kind of all holds together. Um, mm. And then I would use the cream cheese and the cheese on top. But I would make the omelet. I would make it into an omelet, put the cheese on top, or you can put the cheese in the middle of the omelet, and then use the cream cheese on the outside and then toasted bagel. And I like an everything bagel. For that. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. I, I usually go with the jalapeno and cheese bagel myself. Yeah. Well, that's nice. That's that, they got a little bit of kick there. Yeah, that worked mm-hmm. out really well. I uh, I was thinking for the protein, uh, like, yeah, the, the bacon, but also, like, uh, over medium egg. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just so it's got a little yeah. bit of, uh, of a juice to it so you can mop it up with the bread. The one I usually do, like the fried egg like type sandwich. Well, I do two things that I do. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you something so when <laughs> oh, you make when you make the sandwich. Okay, you ready? Mm. So this is something that I make and that you can totally do with that bagel. So when you do that jalapeno, uh, what you do is this. You you have you ever done egg in a hole? Or uh, a bird in a like, nest or anything like that? I, I, you like uh, yeah. a piece of bread and you put a hole. Yeah. So here's what you do. You grab the bagel put a little hole a little bit bigger in that bagel I see hole. where you're going. And then what you do is you you crack the egg in there. But what the key is, you got to crack the egg so that way, obviously, you want the yolk on the inside part of right. the bagel part. So you want to toast it out. You know, you want to toast a little bit of the inside of the bagel first. Um, I got when you. you. cut it, and then you have the hole. And then when you flip it over, that's when you crack open the egg. So that way, the egg melts down into it when you're when you're doing it. And then you already have the hole and everything in there that's that is killer like i make that now and it's like one of my favorite things to make whenever i have bagels in the house hell yeah if you're not hungry by now like yeah that's (laughs) i'm sitting here thinking the number one comment on this episode is going to be this made me so hungry yeah like absolutely i'm calling that right now yep Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. People who know how to eat. The last thing I'll say, and I've heard Biggie make this argument before too, and it's one that always stuck with me and not to, not to beat a dead uh, pig here, but with the hot dog, I've heard you say this before, Biggie, if you take the hot dog out of the bun, it's still a hot dog. Whereas, you know, if you take the turkey out of a turkey sandwich, it's no longer a sandwich. It's just turkey, which I always thought was a pretty compelling argument, but 
Maybe I'm just getting hung uh, up on that semantics. That seems like equivocation to me that doesn't quite work, <laughs> but I see the I see what you're going for. See, and I think that's why why Biggie said something about the beef Polish plus the hoagie throws it off because because mm. like neither of those are are components you think of when you think of like just a hot dog, right? That's true. That's Correct. true. We're adding I mean, enough components I mean, here that I think what you're making we can begrudgingly qualify as a sandwich. I think it counts. <laughs> so let me ask you. Let me ask you a question on the beef polish, just to make sure, just out of curiosity. When in your vision, when you're making this, when you're making this, uh, creating your team sandwich, um, is the polish is the beef polish cut chopped up, like cut up in like a you know? No, it's or, it's or it's in its like it's a, in its its case. normal form, yeah. Okay. okay. But it's grilled, uh, grilled, yeah. not not boiled, just mm-hmm. like. A yeah. number one got to get that out there. Crack. Grilled, yeah, not yeah. boiled. Yeah. 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 Oh, so you're saying I could take a, a boiled hot dog now? Yeah, go for it, dude. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> Help yourself. Help yourself I to sinking actually, your sandwich. I went to a place that had, oh, it was called like the Picnic Basket Burger, and it was a, a hamburger with pulled pork on it. And then on top of that was like a nice small chunk of kielbasa that they had like sliced in half and mm. grilled. And that was very good. Oh, um, yeah, that's that the call. Good. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. So uh, I knew that Travis was considering this uh, this move, Making and I knew that was sandwich. going to be a uh, topic of conversation. So I appreciate all of the different insight, and I'm glad we were able to have a a civil discussion about it. I know hot dogs as a sandwich <laughs> are, are a very controversial topic. So um, that being said, I didn't said, see a fly land on his head. What's that? <laughs> I said I didn't see a fly land on his head during his <laughs> argument. <laughs> Uh, all right so so that being said we're coming back to me in the fourth round uh i've waited long enough to get my my offensive lineman as biggie would put it um so i'm gonna get my bread here and i'm actually honestly i probably can't give travis too much flack about uh going with a roll because i'm also going with a roll of sorts i'm gonna do a steamed bow bun for my sandwich hmm so I'm going to, can I, can I just, I, I'm fine with that. Like I, I, it's funny because I, there's a place that I go get bows at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I constantly, cause one of the things that I used to do before the pandemic was I used to do monthly events um, that are like to showcase local sandwich shops. Um, and so, you know, my big thing was I was lo- looking for a new place to go. And there was a, there's this one place that um, in Orlando that does, that's all they do is sell bows. Mm-hmm. Um, and is every time King I walk Bao? into the owner, yes, okay. King Bao. every time I walk in, every time I walk in, the owner's there. And when the owner's there, he's like, Hey, Biggie, what's up? And I'm like, um, Hey, out of curiosity, do you consider a bow a sandwich? And they're always like, no. And I was like, <laughs> okay, see you later. And I just like walk out. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to argue with the guy, but I'm kind of like, well, you are, it is a little skinny bun and you're kind of like, I get your, it is kind of like a little slider is what it is. I was going to say, I it mean, looks like a slider. Yeah, it's like a slider. It's like a slider meets a taco, like kind of like, you know, kind of pillowy. I mean, so yeah, it just kind of made me laugh. Though, so, that, I was like, yeah. so Biggie, I checked this earlier. I'm on the King Bao website because I'm also very familiar with this restaurant from the time yeah. I spent in Florida. On their website, it says, what's a bao? And underneath it says, not a taco, not a wrap. It's a Chinese version of a sandwich and a very popular street food in East Asia. So if he's telling you that when you go there in the store, you might want to tell him to update his website. 
I will tell him that. I will He's got a rogue that. editor on the <laughs> yeah. But that, that, was, like, that was the inspiration for this entire sandwich was I was on their website oh, looking and so and when I saw the word sandwich appear, I said, that's it. That's my angle. So that is it's super good. Yeah, yeah no, that's going to be tasty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. I'm very excited. I've got one pick left and I already know what I'm going with as long as it's still there. So uh, I'm I'm thrilled if you have not had a, a steamed bao bun before you're you're really missing out um get yourself a little bamboo steamer basket so, and uh so there is a place in seattle right across from pike's place mm. um that actually is amazing it's a little hole in the wall place that i went to um i'm actually scrolling to give you the name of it because it's called um me some pastry Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it's literally right across the street from Pike's Place and like on the other side of uh, where the Starbucks is and they make these amazing uh, bows, um, steam bun bow type things and they're, they're delicious. This is going to be I'm a great sure episode for the uh, the Pacific Northwest and Florida crowd. <laughs> yes. We're giving out some awesome recommendations here. Um, and Atlanta, I guess, too, if you're there, check out Fred's meat and cheese, like we said earlier. Oh, please. <laughs> that one is amazing. It's seriously amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's it's awesome. it. It's in a really cool, it's like an old, you know, industrial type building that they kind of hollowed out and they put in just all these different, uh, like bars and restaurants and, and shops and stuff. And so you can just kind of walk around with a, you know, before the pandemic anyways, I, I hope they're doing well through all this, uh, support your, yeah, you really know, support cool your local hall. places and do takeout if you can. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's fantastic. So, uh, okay. So we are halfway through round four. We're back to Biggie. Who's got his, uh, French bread, orange chicken, pickled carrot. And what are we going with next year, Biggie? I'm going with a sriracha mayo. Mm. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So nice. I'm going with a little sriracha mayo. So that way you get a little bit of the salt, a little bit of the sweet, a little salty, and you got a little bit of the heat. Um, plus, not to mention the the mayo will help with the whole you know mastication and being able to chew everything and swallow it down. Um, so yeah, it's working. It looks it's looking pretty good. This man just said so mastication just on our podcast. Player here. Is he allowed to say yeah, that? I, can he say mastication? <laughs> the man can. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually. So I, I'm a high school teacher, as uh, some of our listeners know, and this week. Uh, my attendance questions uh, to make sure my students were checking in on Zoom were all about sandwiches. Uh, and one of the days I asked for favorite condiment, and I did have a couple of students who came at me with the sriracha sauce, and that was one that I hadn't that's considered. Good. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a great condiment. So, um, yeah, that's going to give you a lot of a lot of flavor for your money there. Uh, so I agree. Yeah, that's, that's just so much bang for your buck right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we will end round four and start round five with Rob finishing off uh, his uh, non-Philly cheesesteak. Indeed. So I had this question. I figured it kind of answered itself given uh, Biggie's type of mayonnaise. I also have a mayonnaise, but it's a slightly uh, more curated mayo. Hmm. Uh, we we copacetic with that? Yeah. What do you got? I'll allow it. Just call it aioli. <laughs> well okay. uh no i was gonna go with a, a jalapeno lime uh avocado oil mayonnaise that yeah that's very that totally different yeah. that's totally different enough that i think that totally well, it's it's not so much that i want to like 
have the same uh it's more that like the mayo itself like stands as one thing with those components making it that type of condiment Mm. okay cool so on my spreadsheet i'll just write mayonnaise is that (laughs) could you could you you give that to me one more time there's a whole lot involved there yeah it's it's a jalapeno lime okay mayonnaise made with avocado oil Okay. Are you uh, like making this at home with like a small butter churn? I was going like... to say, do you make this or what do you, like, do you is this something you, you've made before? Yeah. Wow. So it's not like a it's brand good. you Sounds go by good. in the store. You're making your own mayo. You, I mean, you totally can, but if you want to, like um, typically with the mayo, like with the mayo that I would make uh, with the sandwich, I would take like jalapeno and lime and then mix them together. Um, like the juices from it, like squeezing them a little bit, juicing them, and then mixing it with uh, a mayonnaise if I want. Mm. If I wanted to spend the effort in going full like egg whites and everything, yeah. But um, but yeah, with that little jalapeno kick. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you, you want the mayo because you want to toast the bread that I'm about to pick. Um, just to like it's already soft enough on its own, but it gives it a nice um absorption to Ooh, it so you're going to use this mayo also to toast your bread in the pan so absolutely gonna, Ooh, okay so that gives the mm. bread a little extra flavor too i like this exactly okay can can we discuss may- do you have a, do you guys have a mayonnaise preference i've what do you I've mean never been a mayo like is there a particular stuff, brand is there a particular brand that you go by like, like i mean i'm I not going them. with miracle whip that shit doesn't count as mayo <laughs> thank you no, no i agree with that i'm just curious because like i know some people are like very hardcore you know, like they're like, oh, I don't know, I'll buy anything that's on sale. And then I have others that are like, like in my house, we, like if I had my pick, I would pick Duke's mayo. But if not, then I pretty much pick whatever, like, you know, I'll pick Hellman's. I'm not like picky with it. I'm just, just kind of curious if there's like any, if there's like a, something like Die Hard has to be like, it has to be this brand of condiment in order for me to be, it to be in my house. It doesn't have to, but if given the choice, if I'm feeling a little bit fancy, like if I'm going to be making some really nice sandwiches, yeah, I'd go with um, like a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's um, style. Um, some kind of higher like quality component. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've never been a mayo guy, but that's definitely me for uh, like barbecue sauce. I'm very particular about my barbecue sauce. Oh, um, for sure. Which I'm I'm honestly like really surprised that a... a Barbecue sauce has not been taken tonight, but I mean, we got one round left, so so we'll see. Maybe it'll happen. But. Look, I'd like to at least get my fiance's vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was the? Uh, you you're not allowed to take mustard. Is that correct? Yeah, so, mustard cannot be on this sandwich. So any, <laughs> she will throw it in the fire. So any mustard based barbecue sauces are out too. I assume. <laughs> mustard, yeah, the oldest, the oldest condiment in the, of all condiments. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. Like how how old are we talking? Do you know? It's the world's most ancient spice and oldest known condiment. And uh, the interesting thing about the mustard, this is one of my favorite facts uh, about mustard. So mustard was so pop. We actually Americans use more mustard than any other country in the world. Um, and then the the one that the fact that I love the most is um, in the 1300s. Um, there was a pope that loved mustard so much. He created a Vatican position for a mustard maker to the Pope. Um, <laughs> called the Grand Mustard. Oh, 
Uh, and it was, uh, and that's what his whole thing was. Like that's all he did was make mustard for the Pope. Oh Could you imagine being in that hired for that position and then the Pope dies and then you're out of a job making mustard? <laughs> oh, you better hope that next Pope also loves mustard. That's, <laughs> no, right. I love that that story started with this is one of my favorite facts about mustard. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is fantastic. That's pretty great. Um, okay, so uh, we, we you already mentioned it, Rob, but you do need a bread here, so. Uh, tell us how you are going to, uh, what was the word Big used? A vessel. Tell us what vessel you'll be using for your sandwich here. We're going to go with a lettuce wrap. No. Uh, <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I was, was going to hang up. That is not a sandwich. That is not a sandwich. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, I'm going a little uh, traditional, but not in the sense you might think. I'm going with uh, challah bread. It is a Jewish knotted um loaf basically uh typically made with like egg uh it's a little bit sweeter uh but it's got a really good absorption to it uh it's softer it's a little more chewy but i feel like the combined like the cheese with the the mayo that i've got it's really gonna like toast really well and like so you can get you can get the uh the exterior like the shell of the bread nice and crispy and crunchy and then you've got the in, uh, the interior with a nice like moisture to it, with the with the mayo, and then mixing it with the peppers and the cheese and the meat. Um, I feel like it really ties it all together. Hmm. Now, are you doing an entire loaf of challah bread, or are you doing like slices of challah bread? I would probably like make the loaf to size for the sandwich that I'm making. Not like not oh. like a full loaf, yeah, but because you gotta yeah, slice yeah, the like pockets, like a, right? You're using you're using like it like a sub roll. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I Pinch like the cut. I like the shape of this bread too. It's easy to hold on to and also like makes exactly. for a really good like mouth bite size, you know, biting into the knots. Right. So and it still allows for like a proper cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great pick. That's an an excellent bread. I I did not even consider it not a bread, bread, but that's fantastic. Yeah, um, I would definitely eat uh, your sandwich, Rob. That's well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's a great. I would list. too, and I intend to this weekend. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll all get to enjoy our sandwiches this weekend. Most definitely, uh, uh, Rob. You should uh, stream your the process, <laughs> the making of the sandwich. He's got to go pick the wheat out of his yard and <laughs> no, I'm mostly, to a mill. <laughs> mostly thinking about the mayonnaise. Mm. Yeah, oh, you yeah, want to see the I, mayo I totally should. Yeah. Yes, I, I have to go through a couple of gets made. <laughs> <laughs> to hell with the sausage. Let's see this mayo. All right. Uh, we're going to finish off. We're going to finish off the rest of our sandwiches here, starting with. Uh, Biggie, you're next up in round five. So uh, what are you so, using to top off your sandwich? So my other, I, originally, I, my goal was originally to tell you both vegetables, but I knew we could only do one vegetable at a time. So my other one, so in, in case you haven't figured it out, and what, where I basically found is I've actually, I've actually made this sandwich that I drafted. Um, it's something that I've actually, I, I truly enjoyed um, eating. So therefore, I constantly, it's like something that I've never seen anyone else make. Um, so that's one of the reasons why, and like the concept is a banh mi, um, you know, so one of the big things that they always use is also pickled cucumber, 
um, which mm-hmm. is kind of the same way you do the carrots. Um, and so I've made this, when I made this, like that was one of the big things because I'm not really a big cucumber person. Right. But because of the fact that it's like the, the it's pickled and it's got like that sweet and whatever and it adds to mm-hmm. all the different, it gives mm-hmm. that crunch. So I'm adding the, so to go with my pickled carrots, um, I'm going with uh, pickled uh, pickled and shredded um, cucumber to go with it. So that'll kind of give uh, give the final flavor to it because um, it really, in reality, the, the carrots gives it a little bit of a sweet and sour, but the pickle is, you know, the cucumber, you know, really think about it, it's kind of blandish, so it kind of gives it just a little bit more of the sour part of it to go with the crunch with it. Mm. It's like a spring roll, but a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the amazing part about, like, these Vietnamese, uh, you know, banh mi's is the fact that, like, they're kind of really, like, almost like a pull boy. Um, the original banh mi's mm-hmm. all had, usually have, like, pate in it, but I'm not a pate person, so that's one of the reasons I would I would never include it in there. I'd much rather have the, uh, the sriracha mayo um, to go with my, uh, to go with that. Now, if if you you were doing a sixth ingredient, would it be cilantro? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And that was the big thing for me was like, which one would I use? I mean, obviously the cilantro. If I could have done all three of them together, that's kind of where I was going to go. But yeah. Um, but yeah, but because of the fact that I couldn't do pickled carrots and cucumbers as one, I basically decided to go with that with the with the um, I guess the pickled cucumber. Hmm. The cilantro thing made me think, um, does anyone here, I'm guessing we don't, um, but does anyone here suffer from the affliction where cilantro can taste like soap? Have you heard of that before? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just does. Just does. I do not. My father does. Uh, and huh. my father is an incredible cook. Mm-hmm. Like, ama- like everybody who's ever eaten his food wants me to bring them to dinner again. Uh, and... I wish so badly that he didn't have that <laughs> so I could have tasted his cooking, like what he could do with cilantro. Mm. And there was this place in Idaho that I got a cilantro soup with mm. little bits of rice in it. Ooh. And it mm. just tasted like liquefied cilantro. And I'm about to cry because I'm remembering how good it tasted. <laughs> Well, we all put those, you know, certain emotions with uh, food experiences. That's not a rare mm-hmm. thing. So I don't I don't fault you for that. Um, yeah, I think uh, like that cucumber and carrot combo is something that you see on a lot of uh, sandwiches. And it gives it a really cool, in addition to, you know, the flavors you talked about, also gives it color. a really nice aesthetic with the color. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, you're going to have a very, a very pretty sandwich, I think, compared to uh, the rest of us potentially. So. Uh, I, I will say that I I eat all three of I eat all four of our sandwiches. Oh, even, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't even question it. I'd be like, yes, let's let's go. <laughs> They'd have to be a week apart so I didn't have a heart attack. But yes, yeah. 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 Um, they look all good. So so I'll finish mine off also. And uh, I'm a big sauce guy, and I'm gonna get a sauce to toss my chicken in. Um, and I'm going uh, in theme with the bao bun. Uh, going with a Korean sauce called gaochujang. Uh, hopefully, I'm I'm pronouncing that right. But I was uh, I was needing to to find a good way to describe this, and when I googled, it came up. Uh, here's the first website's description: a traditional Korean sauce with a bold, sweet, spicy umami flavor with an underlying funk. And 
Uh, it's something that's very new to me. Actually, on my last trip to Florida, we got another recommendation coming here, Biggie. Have you been to Hawker's Asian Street Fair? Oh, yeah. 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 So they have uh, like it's called like the Seoul Hot Chicken Bun. And that is uh, what a lot of my sandwich is based off of here. But they use uh, this kind of sauce for it to give it that sweet and spicy uh, kick. And it was just uh, like Travis uh, a moment ago. I'm getting a little choked up just thinking about it because it was so delicious. And at this restaurant, they bring it out to you in small plates and you get, you know, two of these little tiny sandwiches. And we ordered a bunch of different stuff. And at the end of the night, I wish I had just ordered like five plates of those sandwiches because they were that good. So so I'm going to search high and low and hopefully find a place that sells this sauce uh, so that I don't have to try and make it from scratch uh, this weekend. <laughs> but that's going to finish off my... Uh, you know, spicy chicken bao bun uh, sandwich. That sounds good, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 excited about it. Even though you were laughing at me on my spreadsheet over there, <laughs> I I put it on the uh, the list that Rob keeps just so that he didn't have to try and spell it. I was I was looking out for you. Oh, I appreciate it. It was just funny. Like that's the only <laughs> time I've ever seen Brian like contribute to these notes, and it's just the sauce name. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so last pick in the draft. Travis has to finish off his uh, hot dog. We've got the cream cheese, the grilled onions, the Polish dog, the hoagie roll. What else are we putting on top? So I'm going to... This is a serious inquiry. Uh, I want you to take this seriously. Okay. Can I draft with my fifth pick, cilantro for Biggie's sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't need a fifth ingredient. Oh my goodness, like, this is unprecedented in Draft Punk's history. That, that is the sand. That is the the hot dog sandwich. You know, as as everybody calls it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, uh, so. Rob and I probably need to confer on you know, this since you and and yeah. Biggie are interested parties. Um, Rob, how do you feel about this? I mean, can you get a load of this guy? He's trying to give away his picks. What are you? I mean, (laughs) I I like the spirit of it, but the man is out here saying he wants to win one. I know. I know. And this sandwich out here looks really good, but I feel like it could use just a little bit more. Maybe he should put the Mm -hmm. cilantro Mm -hmm. on his dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, because like all the ingredients I could put on there are going to lose me someone, are going to lose me people. So you know going, what I mean? You're going for the picky eaters right now is what you're saying. Yeah, you're going for full on picky eaters. Well, uh, uh, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I've lost a lot of people by putting cream cheese on a hot dog anyway. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> we have this conversation all the time. And I know. Discord servers we have. So okay, <laughs> your uh, sriracha, sriracha, yeah, sriracha sauce. Hell yeah! Okay, just uh, I just want to make sure we're okay with that being yeah, clarified differently it's different from the mayo. mayo. Yeah, different, different than mayo. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sriracha, way sauce. more potent and like bitter. Yeah, that really uh, like that, so That's a huge change you to your sandwich mix? on the last you pick. Gonna, so. I was gonna say, are you gonna mix? the the sriracha with the cream cheese no no so when i go to mary's when i go to baseball games uh and i get this you know it's a seattle dog is what it is um it's Mm -hmm. the like signature hot dog of with the cream cheese 
Yeah. Yes. And the grilled onions. Those two things. Uh, I, all, the only way I modify it is I put a little squiggle of sriracha down the middle. That's that's the only modification I make to it. Because you don't need much; just a little bit will balance it out. Because you got yep. the cream cheese mm-hmm. that like that kind of it doesn't wash it away, but it absorbs some of the potency of the sriracha. So you still get that initial kick, and then you can kind of enjoy the rest of the bite. Yeah, I, I had one of those in um, not without the sriracha, but I had one of those when I was in a and I went to a Mariners game in Seattle uh, last uh, like two summers ago. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's delicious. While you were eating it, did you say, man, what a delicious sandwich this is? <laughs> uh, no, I actually said no pictures of me eating this because people will be. Uh-uh, It'll confuse it. the so brand. I never, yeah, I don't want anyone ever to think about me in a hot dog. So I kind of never, there's never a picture with us together. Can't be eating a hot dog. Have you ever seen Biggie in a hot dog in the same room? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Biggie, yeah. you mentioned cilantro. Is there anything else that you uh, left off this sandwich that you would have liked to have? Any honorable mention no, ingredients? Cilantro, cilantro, cilantro would be definitely would have been uh, a pick. And if I probably thought about it further, I probably should have used Don cilantro instead of the cucumber. Yeah. Because uh, really, what does the cucumber do? But, uh, you know, that would probably be my only do over that I would, if I would need to, to, to do. But, uh, I really just the you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But the cilantro, yeah, the cilantro is great. The uh, fresh cilantro, we have we have it in our house, and we, we constantly are using it um, in our house because we have we're growing it, so we're constantly using it whenever we make tacos or anything like that. Any excuse to use it. So yeah, that'd probably be the only other thing I would uh, I would probably say. Heck, I was thinking when Travis was going to say before sriracha, I thought he was going to go like like French fries or something like that. On the side, I guess you can put them in the in the sandwich too. Yeah, on it. Yeah, just right. So the other the the other way I was thinking of going was uh, baked beans. Mm. Ooh, that'd be some sogginess going right there. That uh, hopefully that bun, uh, hopefully your bread, your your hoagie roll will hold. Oh, is toasted. I I'm sorry, I didn't state that when I picked my hoagie roll. It's toasted. Yeah. If I'm making this at home, I'm toasting it. Okay. Prepared is implied to some extent for the bread. I can't wait for all of us to have to work like two hours to make a sandwich this week. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like good eats for me because yeah. this counts as my uh, my. What meal. the hell makes you think it's gonna take me two hours to grill well, some not onions? Yours. You just got a, a hot, hot dog. dog. That's easy. <laughs> I gotta make steam. I'll have to buy sriracha. Like, gosh, <laughs> I will have to buy sriracha because I actually. Don't keep it in my house. Um, on mine, uh, I was, I was, I wish I had got, I've got the fried chicken. So if I can get that, you know, crispy enough, I don't need too much more crunch. But um, I've had a, a version of like a beef bun where they put like the crispy chow mein noodles in it. That's been pretty good. Um, also, if I had more choices, I might have picked up another sauce to to cut that gaochujang a little bit, like a soy or a teriyaki, but um, or maybe some ginger. But I'm really happy mm, with like a five good. ingredient sandwich i i feel like this is a really solid like sweet and spicy garlic oh, sandwich yeah. i'm excited so uh what about you rob did you have anything else i mean honestly the only things would be just seasons on the steak mm-hmm. um, because i'm particular with how i want to have that taste uh, the steak taste mm. 
um, because just regular, I mean, it's same thing with like a, a, a Philly cheesesteak, like the steak itself, while good, it's not, it's usually not savory enough, which is why you have stuff like French dips and stuff. Like and I'll that, say, those types yeah, of feel, feel free when you guys are making these sandwiches to use, you know, salt and pepper as needed. I don't, I don't yeah, I'll season as necessary, yeah. but, but, uh, like the, my core sandwich, I'm totally all about. Yeah. And Travis, I'm going to assume you didn't have any honorable mentions since you were trying to give ingredients away. That is correct. <laughs> I mean, barbecue sauce. I love barbecue sauce so much. It's yeah, pretty barbecue great. Barbecue sauce is it. something I, I would you, contemplate putting on there. What kind of barbecue sauce? Are you talking like uh, Carolina? You, what, like what? what uh, is there like a particular more mustard-based? More of a vinegar-based. Vinegar-based? Uh, okay. Yeah, my 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 dad again uh, made barbecue sauce like my whole it still does uh, like I get a bottle for Christmas every year, uh, and you know every batch is a little bit different, but it's it's definitely you would consider it vinegar based. It's a it's thinner um, barbecue sauce. If you uh, yeah, if you get me I, in the Draft Punk Secret Santa, Travis, uh, I'll take a bottle of that barbecue sauce. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it so much like globs or too thick, but if it's a little bit runny, like you can do a lot more with that, I think. And I I mean, the same vein as like my mayo that I picked, I want it to have a little bit of kick. So something a little bit more spicy, like not a sriracha barbecue sauce or anything like that, but um, something something with some spice. Yeah, it's it's become very mainstream uh, the last few years, but that's, I think because it's so good, but the sweet baby rays, like the sweet and spicy barbecue sauce, that tends to be my go-to at this point, just because it's mm-hmm. so easy okay. to find. And it is like a pretty high quality barbecue sauce. <laughs> so yeah, like- my, my the dad used to like go a lot further with his base, but at some point, like he just switched to that and then like 10 more ingredients. Yeah. Um, to change it but that is like the base of well, it then i know i would like it <laughs> uh all right so we have reached the end of our draft uh right now is usually when we uh repeat our list so that the listeners at home can be reminded in order of uh what we took and we'll just go right down the line in draft order so we'll start with rob what were your five ingredients for your sandwich rob okay so you take the beef steak you melt the monster on top of that take some sauteed green peppers you toast the challah bread with some jalapeno lime mayo on it. Get yourself a sandwich. Mm, okay. And uh, Biggie, you want to describe your sandwich? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Rob, did you come up with a, a name for your sandwich? I haven't yet. I'll have to eat it first to name fair it. Enough, fair enough. Fair uh, enough. All right, Biggie, let's hear it. So let me tell you a little bit about the orange cluck me. It is <laughs> a orange <laughs> it is an orange chicken banh mi sandwich. So even though you may never have had orange chicken banh mi, think of it this way. Have you ever had orange chicken? Have you ever had leftovers? No. You know why? Because it's delicious. And this time <laughs> I'm going to make it into a sandwich. So it's going to have a nice, nice French roll. It's going to have sriracha mayo. It's going to have the orange chicken. And then it's going to have some pickled you know, carrots and cucumber. And it's going to be delicious. You're going to get a little bit of crunch. You're going to get, you're going to basically, you're going to know what a food gasm is when you finish taking a bite of this because it's got a little bit of everything and you've never had it before. So orange cluck me for the win. That's excellent. I love the name. <laughs> That's so great. 
Uh, all right. So I went next and, you know, maybe you've heard of Triple B as the big baller brand, but we're going to redraft and rebrand that as Brian's Bow Bun. And we are doing a little fried chicken uh, tossed in a pan with some minced garlic, grilled jalapeno peppers, and then we're going to toss it all with some gaochujang sauce to really get that sweet and spicy fried garlic chicken sandwich. Uh, and then we're going to serve that up on a couple of nice steaming bao buns fresh out of the bamboo basket. Um, it's going to be delicious. I'm very excited. So, uh, And finally, we've got Travis. So uh, on the Seattle dog... <laughs> Uh, we've got cream cheese <laughs> uh, cream cheese grilled onions uh, a beef polish uh, hoagie roll and uh, a squiggle of sriracha down the middle mm. all right uh, so there's there's our sandwiches. So uh, we started a new thing a couple of weeks ago, Biggie, where at the end, uh, each person has to vote for a sandwich that is not their own. Um, so we'll we'll take care of that real quick. Hopefully you remember uh, which of the other sandwiches you like the best. We'll go in reverse order here and start with uh, Travis. Travis, out of those three sandwiches, whose are you most eager to try out? Oh, I think we know. Um... I mean, it's it's Biggie's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was so invested in it that I considered offering my <laughs> ingredient to it. So I think it's pretty clear fair. that that's where my vote's going. That's fair. Uh, Rob, it sounds like you're in the same boat. No, I'm actually voting for Travis. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds delicious. And the, the hot dog is a sandwich. And I'm done. Fair enough. Anybody who hasn't tried cream cheese on a, on a hot dog, you really need to try it. <laughs> it's real good. Uh, well, I'm going to uh, actually send my vote your way, uh, Rob, because uh, I am a fairly picky eater. And out of all of these sandwiches <laughs> besides mine, yours is the one I would be most likely to eat if uh, presented with it. So so oh, wow. you've, you've earned my vote. The cream cheese turned me off of uh, Travis's, unfortunately, and the, the vegetables. Have you that. tried it? No, have no, I you haven't. Tried I fully it. admit that. That's not the point of a picky eater. That's not how that works. Well, a cowardly <laughs> yeah, eater. No. How about that? <laughs> um, and that leaves Biggie, uh, who has a vote left to cast. Whose sandwich are you voting for, Biggie? Um, I I would definitely eat your bows. Hey, I definitely would eat your bows. Well, hey, nice. So you can eat my bows anytime, yeah. pal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which that's really exciting because that actually means we are tied everybody voted for mm-hmm. someone else so it's a four-way tie uh which means we don't actually have to put in votes this week right so going into our our vote this week we will be on even footing which is very exciting uh last week uh it was very one-sided and it just kept rolling downhill from there for rob so uh, I'm I'm really excited to see. I'm, how this su- I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how this one turns out, though. This is going to be a super close vote, I think, and there's going to be a lot of great discussion about it. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I'm most excited for is is uh, just seeing what people have to say, tweaks they might make to the sandwiches. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while we're talking about discussion, I really would like to emphasize. Please come and join the Discord. Uh, if if you listen, um, we would love to have you around 
it's a really nice welcoming community uh and and we love feedback we love talking to y'all and we know there's some people out there listening who haven't joined up yet and uh we'd love to have yeah and we link that um, in the description of the show uh every single week so it's it's there you just have to you know click on that more info button and tap the link is it in the bio on Twitter? Yes, it's yep. also in the bio. Okay, that might be the other easiest place to find it is uh, Real Draft Punks on Twitter. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll jump into plugs here since since uh, you kind of started us off. But yeah, we're on Twitter and Twitch at Real Draft Punks. Uh, please, you know, follow us there and like, subscribe uh, on the podcast. If you could, we would love it if people would write a short review or rate us, especially on Apple Podcasts, because that's really big for their algorithm. We've seen a huge uh, jump in our listener numbers the last couple of weeks, which has been really exciting, and we want to keep that going. So. It's humbling, yeah, and it's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, all. yeah. Rob is humbled. I my ego is growing by the minute. So uh, <laughs> please don't don't <laughs> pop my bubble. Uh, go and <laughs> and listen, subscribe, and and write some reviews for us. Um, don't worry, I'll pop that bubble with your votes for my. Fair picks. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, last little bit is that uh, Travis and I have our first match of the season for the Killer Queen Black Fall League um, tomorrow night. Uh, that's going to be streaming at 8 o'clock Pacific on Captain Stubbs 1, uh, his Twitch channel. So uh, please come and check that out and support us if you can. Uh, Travis, do you have anything to plug? Uh, the joint, joining the Discord. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and Rob? Uh, for now, uh, we're going to stick with my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Raven named Rook. Uh, the rest of this month, going to be doing some Sekiro streams, uh, New Game Plus. And then at the very end of the month, we're going to be doing a, uh, a boss rush competition, uh, something tied to the MinMax community as well. Uh, but next month is going to be Extra Life. And so uh, I've joined the Game Informer Cross MinMax community team. Uh, so I'm going to be starting uh, streaming that and at some point doing a 24 hour stream might be on the eighth, the day after like the, the main day for mm-hmm. uh, the heads, but it might be that day might be the weekend after that. Not quite sure when, but we have uh, we have a few ideas in mind, including stuff like squadrons and among us. Yeah, I'm sure Travis uh, and I will both be popping in and out of there throughout the day. So if you want to uh, come and hang out with the hosts, make sure you check that out. Absolutely. Uh, and finally, uh, Biggie, tell us what you got, bud. Where can we find you? Um, thank you so much for, for having me. This was a, a lot of fun. I, I think it's a, when BJ told me about the concept of the, of the podcast, I think it's amazing. I think it's like something perfect for, uh, for everyone to listen to. So I think it's a, it's a great way to, you know, if you, if you're not interested in one thing, the next week you probably are going to be like, Oh my God, I love this. Oh, so, well, thank you. That's uh, very nice. It changes. Thank it changes. You. It changes things up every week. Thank so you. when as soon as as soon as he mentioned it, I was like, "Oh, are you going to do cereals? When are you doing cereals? And when are you doing this?" <laughs> and so and uh, so and he was like, "Yep, we're doing that one. Yep, we're doing that one." And I was like, "Okay, good, good." I'm like, "Oh, this is this is great." So very fun concept uh, to go with. So I definitely uh, definitely think it's great. I am part of the Discord now, and I love it. Great community. Um, great chatting chat with you guys um, during uh, for the for the episode, but also appreciate. Um, the community that's there. So definitely uh, check them out as well. Um, and for me, um, obviously, if you love sandwiches or even eat sandwiches, I definitely recommend um, checking out my website, Deli Fresh Threads. 
Um, you pretty much find me on almost every form of social media. I do have a TikTok. I have an Instagram, a Twitter. Um, I'm usually tweeting and doing Instagram. That's probably my biggest one. Um, and then obviously, if you're looking for stuff in the holidays, um, definitely a unique gift. I definitely recommend, uh, and you have a friend that's a foodie or, or know someone or heck, treat yourself. Um, I definitely recommend that you check out my website, delifreshthreads.com. Yeah, and I can I can attest I'm I'm wearing both my uh, Biggie Bread fitted hat as well as my hot chicken sandwich T-shirt. Now it's oh. it's super high quality stuff. Um, and and just Ooh. yeah, if you have a favorite sandwich, uh, Biggie has got a shirt for it. Um, that Italian chicken there. parm is a good shirt. Yeah, man. and it's. You like it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been all over. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. There's several good shirts. The Hunger Strikes Back. Oh, <laughs> love it. He's got several yeah. that have popped up on uh, different it's shows funny. on Food Network and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I actually got a few. Uh, I just mailed out some Food Network uh, chefs some stuff um, that they had bought and stuff. So yeah, it's it's really cool to see, and it's just something that I I really just really just enjoy it and. I just love, I, abs- I absolutely love the inter- being able to interact with folks and, and it gives me the uh, the platform to be able to do podcasts like this, to be able to just kind of talk about sandwiches and, you know, and just kind of have a good time. So definitely uh, a, an amazing creative outlet that I love and, I, and I'm, you know, happy to be doing it and sharing it. And hopefully people love sandwiches just as much as I do and can, you know, com- have communication with me. Yeah. When you were talking at the top of the absolutely. show about needing, you know, feeling pretty fulfilled, but that you felt like there was some kind of creative outlet missing. Like I was really, I felt yeah. that because that's, that's kind of what this has been for me. And I hope for, mm-hmm. for the other guys as well, a little bit. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I think that that is definitely like, I think the most important thing is the fact that, and the fact that you guys are doing it, I think is amazing. And I love, I absolutely love like um, one of the big things that I tend to try to like not preach, but try to at least share is that, um, you know, and this is for anything is like the fact that when you're taught, you know, so many people just talk and they do the what ifs and you create your own like barriers of like, oh, I or, or they come up with like, I have this crazy idea, but I don't think anyone's going to like it or I'm like, dude, being extra niche is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's somebody that likes something. I mean, yep. and, and just uh, you, you talk yourself out of everything. You can talk yourself out of any, anything. Yeah. Um, you know, so if it's something that you are, are in that position, kind of like how you guys are saying and you, and you have that thought process like just like try it and start it i mean it may it's not going to be perfect it may not be perfect the first time and it'll just get keep getting better as you go but definitely start you know use get that creative outlet going i mean i think it's like i think it's so important i mean to be able to do that and be able to share that stuff and be able to find people and build that community of people um i think it's just it's yeah it's definitely uh uh I definitely recommend it. And I think it's like the greatest thing ever. And I even tell people, I'm like, even if you're not into like clothes or sandwiches and you, but you have an idea and you need someone to talk to I'm like, I tell people like, reach out to me. I'm like, I'll brainstorm with you. I'm like, I'll, I'll work out and try to at least give you an idea, but at least get that passion out, man, get it out of your system. You need to, it's, it's amazing that that feeling to be able to do and talk about and have a good time. I mean, I've always wanted to do a podcast. The fact that you guys have, there's three of you guys doing something that you guys love and, have different topics and bring guests. I mean, it's, that's awesome. I, I, I commend you guys and I, and I love it and I and definitely much success. And yeah. And I, I commend Travis on that. You talked about, you know, people talking about things and saying, what if, what if, what if that was me for most of the quarantine, you know, things shut down in March and we didn't start the show until I want to say like early August, uh, maybe late July. And, and a big part of that was because 
Travis would, you know, ping me every once in a while, like once a week or so and be like, so uh, when are we starting up this podcast idea you had? And um, <laughs> so it's it's because of, you know, I, I had the initial idea, but it's absolutely because of Travis that it became a reality. So I'm, I'm very grateful to you, Travis, for that. I know I, I give you a lot of crap on the show here, but uh, it's because of you that the show happens and because of you and Rob that uh, it continues to be so good and so high quality along with the incredible guests we have, like the one and only uh, Biggie here. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you, guys. You guys, you guys are great. Yeah. So, all right, guys. So that's the draft. This episode is over, but the conversation doesn't end here. Once you finish listening, head on over to our Discord, which we will link in the show notes. As always, we want to hear your drafts. What would your ideal sandwich be? Tell us what we got wrong and give us your predictions for what we'll take number one next episode. So next week's topic, it's uh, it's both old and new in a little bit of way. Uh, we're, we're doing Greek mythological characters, but specifically ones that can be found in the new hit roguelike game Hades that... Uh, Rob and Travis have both been obsessed with for the last month or so and have gotten me into now as well. (laughs) Um, So this is a a sort of dungeon crawling game uh, where every time you die, you get reset back to the start as you try to fight your way out of hell. But it's it's littered with a whole lot of awesome uh, Greek mythology and different characters from Greek mythology. And so we thought we'd have a lot of fun uh, talking about the game through that lens. So specifically, we're going to be talking about Greek mythological characters, but I'm sure it's going to tie quite a bit into the game aspect. So, and we've got very special guest in front of the show, uh, Dory, who's going to be joining us for that. So we're excited to have her on next week. Um, yes. Travis and Rob, have you been more excited for a draft yet than this one? Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Have I been more excited about something inspiring the the podcast topic? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do we have three hours set aside for this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, folks, for listening. Be sure to cast your votes throughout the week. Tell us who you think had the best team, because next week, your winner will have the honor of first choice in that draft. Rob, send us home, buddy. Be happy. Be healthy. Please be kind to each other. And eat a sandwich.
does this awesome series on uh i don't know if you're still doing this or not biggie where you ask celebrities you know what their favorite sandwich is he did this awesome video series where and i'm i'm saying it's awesome because i helped him edit it um but he went to the disney parks and he would ask the characters at disney world like what's your like you'd go up to anna and elsa and be like what's your favorite sandwich and like they it's incredible what disney is able to do like they answer in character in no time flat like they are ready for that question <laughs> yeah the, the, the only time i ever had someone that gave me an issue was uh because I actually will keep asking them as when I go, and I'm like, there's got to be some a page or something that they all go to and they get asked the same questions. Because um, the first time I ever asked Snow White, she's like, I don't eat sandwiches, I like pie. Um, <laughs> and I kind of was like, I, I kind of was a, I kind of was a to her, and I kind of was like, well, well, I'm like, well, I don't like you. You were one of my top five princesses, and now you're not. And I just like walked away. <laughs> but um, but then the second time I asked her, the second time I asked her, she kind of said the same thing. Like, I'm not a big fan of, of sandwiches, but I make sandwiches for the dwarfs and then rattled off seven, seven, um, sandwiches. Oh my gosh. Um, right off the bat. I mean, it was literally pretty impressive what she did. And then ironically, it didn't do so great. The videos on, uh, on YouTube, but I, I posted the video, like I did kind of like mashups cause you could do a minute version of it. So I broke, I started breaking up the videos on my TikTok. And I actually, looking at it right now, I have one of my videos is currently at 821,000 uh, views. Jesus. Um, and I helped. Yeah. And I have like, <laughs> you did. Exactly. You helped with that. And like what I did was like, I literally just kind of started grabbing a bunch of uh, videos. But I mean, it's like, it's pretty sick. I mean, the other one I did, I did one with uh, Gaston when I was in California. And he, I got like, I'm close to over 250,000 views on that one. And it's kind of crazy how people, you know, it's just something. What different. was Gaston? And then I don't my know. My all time favorite. Oh, he did the whole, he did the whole um, 13 egg omelet. <laughs> is what he did. Um, my all time favorite, my all time favorite one, just because I'm a huge Spider Man fan, is I asked Spider Man because I'm obsessed with trying to find out what the number five is. Caught the number five in the Spider Man movie. Like what, what that sandwich that was um, when he's eating it up in the sky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so. I asked him when I went, cause like we obviously in Florida, we don't have, um, we don't have Marvel characters in, in Disneyland and Disney right. world. Um, so I asked him in Disneyland and he basically gave me the, you know, the number five squish will flat extra pickles, which I think is a Cuban is really what it is, but I, he wouldn't tell me what it was. <laughs> so it was like, my, my wife is videotaping me and you can tell I'm getting frustrated cause I'm like, can you just tell me what the sandwich is? But the fact that he stayed in character and like was a smart ass about it, it was like, just phenomenal <laughs> that's awesome my that's favorite crazy. was uh the second time you asked anna she was like going by in a parade oh is this on the parade standing in the parade crowd <laughs> and he screams at her on video what's your favorite sandwich and she she has to turn around and finds him in the crowd and she goes ice cream sandwiches of course <laughs> it's just i love that <laughs> yeah i got yeah, I, my wife would get a little upset because she's like, really, we're at Disney with our kid and I'm screaming at like Flynn Rider on the middle of a parade. Flynn Rider, what's your favorite sandwich? <laughs> and he's just like, he's like grilled cheese. And I'm like, with a pan, of course. And I'm like, people are looking at me like, why are you obsessed? Why are you asking him this? And I'm like, that's the best. <laughs> so, yeah. I, why not? I, I, for the brand. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You might as well have fun with it. I mean, and the fact that you can ask and every single one of them has 
I pretty much have gotten my favorite, the best response that I did not get, but someone else got. Um, someone because I started asking people, I'm like, hey, if you go to a park or talk to a character that can talk, ask them what their favorite sandwich is. And this one person asked Peter Pan, who is this Captain Hook. Um, and Peter and Peter, like Peter obviously said he would be like an ice cream sandwich or something. But then the person asked him, Well, what would Captain Hook be? And he of course said he's like, He'd be a codfish sandwich, <laughs> which is what he calls them in the in the movie. Yeah. So which is perfect. Uh. So I'm like, the fact that these guys stay in so much character and think so quickly, because I mean, it's such a random question. Um, you know, it's it's amazing to see. That's probably my favorite part of the whole thing is just like the experience of seeing them react like that. Like, 